Welcome to the Tabletop Sportscast with your host, James Cast. This podcast is dedicated to my favorite hobby, tabletop sports. I'll give you some insight into my tabletop replays, talk about how I set up projects, and share some reviews of the latest games. Thanks for listening in. All right, I've got a special broadcast for everyone tonight. Play Games is currently running their Commissioner Surprise Tournament for Hockey Blast as they have just released the 2020-21 NHL season cards. Mine arrived in the mail today. I signed up to play with the New York Rangers, and the Rangers drew a road game for the first round of the tournament against the St. Louis Blues. Quite honestly, I didn't watch a lot of hockey last year, so I'm a little bit in the dark as to how both these teams did. But enough information is presented with the set, so let's kind of run down a tale of the tape of the two teams. So it looks like the Rangers just missed out on the playoffs. Uh, They went 27 wins, 23 losses, 6 overtime losses for 60 points. It was a 536 winning percentage. Actually came out on the plus side as far as point di- uh, goal differential. So they scored 177 goals and allowed 157. So that's a plus 20. For the Blues, the Blues were actually in the playoffs. And they finished as the lowest seed of the playoff teams, but still made it. Uh, record was very similar. They had 27 wins. 20 losses, 9 overtime losses for 63 points, so overall scored 3 points more than the Rangers. They had a 563 winning percentage as well. Uh, Well, actually, I wouldn't say as well. Uh, 563 for them, 536 for the Rangers. Goal differential is a little different story. The Blues finished with 169 goals scored and 170 goals allowed, so actually finished with a minus one. So from a scoring and from a scoring defense and offense, the Rangers look like the stronger team. That might have a lot to do with level of competition. We'll have to see, but. The Blues were a little bit stronger in terms of making the playoffs. Now let's take a look at teams head-to-head. So first, the goalies. So I've what I've done with the lineups is I'm basically saying this is a playoff game, and I just took the best players I could. I didn't worry about how much they played during the regular season or anything. I'm just giving each team the best lineup that I can think of putting on the ice. And... Here's where we start. So first in goal for the visiting Rangers is Igor Shesterkin. Uh, Shesterkin's a pretty average on the first shot, a little below average on the rebounds, and really good for spec saves. Uh, Jordan Bennington is in goal for the Blues. He is really outstanding in terms of stopping the first shot. His Rebound shots is just slightly below average, and he is below average in terms of making his spectacular saves. 
So in this front, I would call it a slight edge to the blues here, Bennington being able to stop more of the primary shots. But when the in the big moments, the Rangers probably have an edge with Shesterkin. All right, now we look at our frontline defense defensemen. For the Rangers, their first defensive line will feature Adam Fox and Ryan Lindgren. Adam Fox is really good. He's got he's got a triangle, square, and circle, and he's got four qualities. Uh, Lindgren's got a square and circle, and three qualities. They are clearly heads and shoulders above the Blues defensemen, um, and also Fox and Lindgren from the Rangers both have decent scoring abilities, especially for uh, defensemen. In fact, Fox is a really strong assist maker. Uh, for even if he was a forward. So they're in really good shape. And I would definitely give the Rangers the edge with uh, first line defense. For the second line, oh, and I'm sorry, for the um, the Blues starting line, first defensive line is Justin Falk and Marco Scandella. Second line defense for the Rangers is DeAndre Miller and... Jacob Truba. Now, both of them are basically pretty average. Uh, Miller does have some strong defense. And Truba has a decent assist if the team has momentum. Um, both of them have three qualities. For the Blues, it's Tory Krug and Vince Dunn. Uh, much better scoring line for the Blues here. Um, in fact, Krug is really good from an assist standpoint, and Dunn isn't too bad himself. Uh, they've each got three qualities, but they have no of the, none of the special symbols. But in this sense, I would give the edge to the Blues for the second defense. So right now it's Rangers 1 and Blues 2 in terms of tail of the tape points here. And now at third defensive lines, Zachary Jones and Brendan Smith are the third line defensemen for the Rangers. Um... Jones actually has a decent assist rating. Neither of them has any qualities in terms of the you know, special qualities. And, I mean, the special abilities. Uh, and they've each got two qualities. Uh, for the Blues, it's Robert Bortuzzo and Colton Paracco. Um, Paracco is actually the one defenseman on these two lines who has three qualities. And he also has some decent assist rating if the team has momentum. So from this standpoint, it's pretty close, but because Paraco's got three qualities, I'm going to give a slight edge here to the Blues, and that's going to give them uh, three points to the Rangers' one. And now we get to the front line scoring lines. So for the Rangers' front line, at center is Mika Zibaned. And then on the wings, it's Chris Kreider and Artemi Panarin. <coughs> These are both really good. This is a really strong line. Um, overall, they've got one, two, three, four, five, six of the special symbols. Um, Zibanejed uh, has four qualities. So does Panarin. And Kreider's got three. And they've got a lot of stars, too, with Panarin being a really strong assist maker and the other two being really good shot scorers. For the Blues, it's Mike Hoffman, Ryan O'Reilly, 
and David Perron on the front line. Um, each of them has two of the special symbols. They've got um, two players with four qualities and one player with three. So pretty even there as far as compared to the Rangers. The Rangers have a slight edge here, though, because of all the scoring qualities. And so for that reason, we're going to give the edge to the Rangers and make it a – it's currently um, three to two now for the tail of the tape. Second scoring lines for the Rangers. Pavel Buchinovic and Capo Kako are the two wings, along with Ryan Strom at center. And for the Blues, Jordan Cairo and Jaden Schwartz are the two wings, with Braden Shen at center. Uh, for the Rangers, only two qualities for the special symbols. I'm sorry, two special symbols, two players with three qualities, one with two, and a few stars for scoring. For the Blues, Shen's got two special symbols, and all three players have three qualities, and all three players also have some decent scoring. So this is a clear favorite for the Blues, and they'll take the tail of the tape lead with four points to two. Third scoring lines, and for the Rangers, uh, the Wings, Alexis Lafreniere and Julian Galthier, and the uh, center will be Colin Blackwell. For the Blues, the Wings are Vladimir Tarasenko and Zach Sanford, with the center being Tyler Bozak. Uh, for the Rangers, all three players have two qualities and no special symbols, and only two of them actually have some decent scoring ability. For the Blues, all three players have three qualities. All three players have some scoring ability, no special symbols. So once again, clear favorite to the Blues here. And they've got a 5-2 to two lead now in terms of our tail of the tape. And finally, we get to our fourth scoring lines, which shouldn't have a major factor in this game. For the Rangers, the wings are Philippe Chittel and Philip Giuseppe, with the center being Kevin Rooney. The Blues at wing have Sammy Blass and Robert Thomas, with Oscar Sundquist at center. Uh, none of these players on these lines have special symbols. For the Rangers, all three players have two qualities, and only Chittel has some scoring ability. For the Blues, they've got Sundquist with three qualities. The others each have two qualities, and only Thomas and Blaze have some scoring ability. So once again, I'm going to say slight edge to the Blues and give them the tail of the tape here with six points to two in terms of these team rankings. So if I was playing and betting here, I would probably be betting on the Blues to win. I'm going to guess probably a fairly close game. Uh, I'll go with my score prediction here of four to two. Now what I'm not going to do is do a full replay. And instead, I will... Basically recap the game uh, minute by minute for everyone once I complete it. Thanks. 
Okay, let's go over the game now. So, finished playing the game, and I'm going to give you a minute-by-minute -minute recap of how this game went. So, here we go. Uh, first period action between the Rangers and Blues. Rangers come out right away and create an offensive opportunity. Uh, they get a shot immediately from a Zibanejad. Uh, it's saved. Rebound shot goes to Kreider. It's also saved, and... They come around away empty. Um, after that, and starting in the in the second minute, uh, St. Louis decided to double up on their uh, primary lines, um, but it was basically a lull action followed by another lull. So we quickly moved into the uh, eighth minute of play here. O'Reilly of St. Louis wins the faceoff. St. Louis controls the action due to their speed. They take over with good speed and create an op offensive opportunity. Falk, the defenseman, took a shot, unable to score. Uh, big save there. Rangers then had Blackwell pick up a minor for hooking, so St. Louis went on the power play. Unfortunately for them, uh, Rangers are back to their primary defensive line, defensive line one, and Fox and Lindgren were able to create an immediate power penalty kill, creating a lull there. That was in the 10th minute. Starting in the 12th minute, faceoff led to another lull, so we had three more lull minutes. Took us into minute 15, and St. Louis was able to create an offensive opportunity. Sanford took a shot, glove save. In the 16th minute, the Rangers went on the offensive. Um, Panarin got the primary shot. Defense was unable to control the action. Puck bounced out in front of Panarin again. He got off another shot, another stop for St. Louis. Bennington making a couple of good saves there. Rangers then decided to double up with their best line, and that faceoff once again led to a lull. So we finally found ourselves in the 20th minute of the first period. St. Louis won the faceoff with O'Reilly. The Rangers then created a defensive turnover with Miller and Zabanajed, uh, causing some action in the defensive zone, and that's how the period ended. So at the end of the first period, both teams scoreless, although a lot of good opportunities on both sides and some good defensive plays from one, the goalies who were right on target, and also the defense is making a couple stops here and there. So we went to the second period. And one of the things I do is kind of my house rule with the uh, line changes is the home team, which is St. Louis in this case, they get to control the action first in the first and third periods. Uh, second period belongs to the visiting team. And in this case, it was the Rangers. So action right away in, in the second period, St. Louis controls the faceoff with O'Reilly. O'Reilly gets off a shot uh, because Falk uh, won a one-on-one um, -on -one battle with Panarin, uh, but O'Reilly's shot was stopped, so they were unable to score there. The Rangers 
stayed with their primary lines for the double shift. And we saw a lull. So a lull action and actually back-to-back -back lull action. So quickly we went from the first minute all the way out to the uh, five, six, seven. We're in the eighth minute now of the second period. Once again, St. Louis wins the faceoff. This time it was Shen who won the faceoff. The Rangers took control of the puck with their power and caused the turnover. And then in the ninth minute, the Rangers created a one-on-one -on -one opportunity for Bukovic. It was a spectacular save opportunity for Bennington, and he came up empty. So Bukovic put the Rangers on the scoreboard with his first goal of the game, and it was a one nothing lead for the Rangers. Minute 10. Uh, St. Louis decided to skip their back lines and get to the better lines again. Uh, O'Reilly once again wins a faceoff. Unfortunately, leads to another lull. So that killed minutes 10, 11, and 12. In minute 13, Bennington from St. Louis, their, their goalkeeper, uh, fell backwards awkwardly making a save, and he ended up getting hurt. Um, so he left... They didn't think it was too bad, but he had to leave the game, and and that opened the door up for the Rangers. So in the uh, 14th minute, St. Louis controlled the action again, O'Reilly winning another faceoff. But the Rangers delivered a big hit, gained momentum, and looked like they were making a move, but Falk for St. Louis made a big defensive stop. And that killed that opportunity for the Rangers. The Rangers decide to skip their low lines and go right back to the front lines again. And once again, led to another lull. So, so far, the strategy hadn't worked for either team. So I've got a lull for minutes 15, 16, and 17. In minute 18 of the second period, St. Louis controlled. And they got a shot from Shen. It was stopped. Rebound came out. Schwartz took another shot for St. Louis, also stopped. Puck was frozen. Lines changed. And then went to the Rangers in the 19th minute of the second period. Uh, the It was some good play work by um, Strom and... Uh, Bukovic creating an offensive play. Bukovic was able to Buknevic was able to get off a shot. It was stopped. A rebound came out. Kako put on another shot. Another big stop by the backup goalie for St. Louis. That took us to the twentieth minute of the second period. St. Louis's defense was unable to make a stop, so the Rangers were able to get off a shot. It ended up being their defenseman, Truba, unable to score. Another big stop for the backup goalie for St. Louis. So despite Bennington getting hurt, the backup goalie for St. Louis was able to make a couple of big stops late in the period, and that kept it to a one nothing game as we headed to the third period. Luckily for St. Louis, Bennington was able to return for the third period. So opening minute of the third period, St. Louis, taking advantage of their speed once again, was able to create a turnover and take possession of the puck. They decided to double up with their primary line in the second minute. 
but the Rangers delivered a big hit and gained momentum. St. Louis then was able to turn around and create some nice offensive work in their primary line of um, Perrin, Hoffman, and O'Reilly. Create an offensive play. The shot was taken by Falk and a big stop for um, Shostarkin. Shostarkin for the Rangers made a big stop on that one. In minute three, we saw a one-on-one battle between Gauthier of the Rangers and Dunn of the Blues. Uh, It was basically a power move, and Gauthier was able to win that battle and force a turnover. Then the Rangers, with the puck, decided to skip to their primary line again. Um, The Rangers then turned on the speed and created an offensive play. It was Fox who ends up taking the shot, but Bennington made a big stop. So still one nothing. Fifth minute of play. St. Louis then skips the line, and they go back to their primary line. A lot of line movement here in the third period. A lot of action early on. It was a one-on-one battle between O'Reilly and Strom, and O'Reilly won it, created an offensive play, ended up taking the shot himself, but another big save for the Rangers goalie. Sixth minute of play, still a one nothing game. St. Louis created an offensive play with uh, Kiro and Shen. It led to a shot first by Schwartz. The rebound came out. The Rangers were unable to make, well, I weren't able to control the puck, and so Shen was able to get off a shot, but yet another save for the Rangers goalie. Right back at it in the seventh minute, the Rangers decided to skip to their primary line again. Um, it was Perenko, who was unable to make a defensive stop. Kreider took a shot. Rebound came out right back to Kreider again, and he was able to take a one-timer on the rebound and put it in the net. So Chris Kreider put the Rangers up two to nothing in the seventh minute of the third period. Eighth minute of play. St. Louis decides to skip to their primary line. O'Reilly won the faceoff, but forced a lull. So the first lull of the third period came there in the eighth minute. Eight, nine, and ten minutes burned off. And in the eleventh minute, St. Louis was called for a delay of game penalty. It was, you know, it was actually on the goalie, but um, so they ended up having to go on the on a penalty kill. In the first minute of the penalty kill, in this is minute twelve. St. Louis actually created a shorthanded opportunity, but Shostakhin from the Rangers, their goalie, made a spec save. Spectacular save made by him. That was a big momentum shift. Then in the second minute of that penalty, the Rangers used their star power to create another play. Lingrand took the first shot, was stopped, rebound came out. D. Giuseppe took another shot, also stopped. Still a 2-0 game as we went into the 14th minute. 
the Rangers then decided to double up with their primary line as the penalty came to an end. The Rangers were able to force a turnover thanks to their defense. Um, but then St. Louis took control of the puck thanks to a big hit, shifted the momentum. But then the New York Rangers' big defensive stars, Fox, Lindgren, and Zabanajed, made a big stop and caused a turnover. In the 15th minute, St. Louis got the puck in the neutral zone and was all alone against the Rangers' goalie. And Shostarkin made another spec save. That was two for him in the game. Kept the score 2-0 in favor of the Rangers. 16th minute of play. St. Louis controls the faceoff. Shen won at that time. And then the New York Rangers were able to gain possession of the puck thanks to their momentum, which was created thanks to their goalie spec save. That led to a low. Now, in this case, we only had one minute of low because we were heading into the final three minutes of the game. So we didn't allow the lull to continue. So here we are now in the 18th minute, still 2-0 in favor of the Rangers, and the Blues went and pulled their goalie. Uh, St. Louis used some smart play and created a turnover, taking the puck away from the Rangers in the 18th minute. And then in the 19th minute, uh, the Rangers were able to get the loose puck and Cheto or Chaito uh, was able to put in an empty netter, which pretty much sealed the game. So the Rangers then, in the 19th minute of the third period, went up 3-0. Finally, in the 20th minute, St. Louis initially took control. Uh, Sunquist uh, won the faceoff. The Rangers then created a turnover thanks to some great uh, defensive play by Miller and Zabanajed. They then took control of the puck and made some nice plays with their star power that led to an offensive play and pretty much against the defeated uh, blues team at this point, Chris Kreider put it home for the goal. Thanks to assists from Zabanajed and um, Panikin or Panarin, sorry, Panarin. So final score after a couple of late goals that, really changed the you know the way this game played out was the final score is the Rangers win their opening round game in the Commissioner's Surprise Tournament. Four to nothing over the St. Louis Blues. Probably a little bit of an upset. As you remember, I think I predicted uh, the final would be St. Louis up four to two. Really thought the home team was going to be able to win that one out, but didn't really play out that way. Uh, happy to say the Rangers took took the game. Um Honestly, really came down to the goalkeepers. And uh, those two spec saves were, you know, when I was playing around with the lineups for the Rangers, their three goalies all had different qualities that really helped pay them off. Um, let me just grab their cards real quick. So as I was evaluating their goalies to try to decide who's going to start, uh, Shesterkin is pretty much average against like that primary shot. And then he's not as great against the rebound shots. But he was really outstanding against. He's like a 
well above average goalkeeper against the spec save for a spec save. Their other two goalkeepers, uh, Keith Kincaid. Keith Kincaid, who really didn't play that much, um, he was slightly below average against the primary shot, is outstanding against the rebound shots. I mean, he's like premier goalie as far as that goes. And then he's average in us for a spec save. And then Alexander Georgiev was slightly above average for the primary shot, was average for the rebound shots, and was really below average for spec saves. So I pretty much decided to go with Shesterkin, who was only about average for like most goal stops, but it was really the spec save that stood out, and I figured there might be an opportunity to have him stand out. Plus, from an injury standpoint, he really was the um, primary starter. Like He really did start most of their games, so I kind of gave him a little nod because of that too with everything being pretty equal. And it paid off. I mean, Shesterkin's two big spec saves. Um, you know, one of those he had to use. He had the momentum at the time because it was during the penalty kill in the third period. Well, actually, during their power play. So the Rangers had momentum thanks to the power play. And he needed all five. He ended up having five stars as a result of the momentum. And he needed all five to make that spec save. So... You know, that would have been a goal for the Blues against any of the other goalies. And that was just a big shift in the game because that would have made it a two-to-one game at that point. Um, so, yeah, that's how it ended. 4 nothing Rangers in the Commissioner Surprise 2020-21 tournament. And the Rangers will see who they get to face in the next round. Thanks for listening.